Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The start of the show, Laura, I said that I am currently a no on sports gambling in Minnesota. I heard you, yes. And the texts uh, were really interesting. Okay. I Honestly, I thought I'd get more pushback because the polling on this shows that Minnesotans want. Yeah. We, we want all the things. Yes. And when other states have it, I get it, right? You're right. like, are we uh, leaving money on the table? Yes. Mm-hmm. How much? Questionable, as always. Sure. Right? Like, we'll see with marijuana. There was news today about marijuana dispensaries in the state, right? Yes. Like, the number, there like was sort of an estimate. 380 of them or something yeah. like that, yeah, Which will be necessary. It's probably right. Mm-hmm. When I first heard that number, I was like, holy moly. Yeah, that's a lot. But, like, how many gas stations do we have? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not Not that this is the equivalent, but you're like. Yeah, how many coffee? Like, right, or liquor sure. stores or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's like, kind all of right. all in that category. Yeah, when you think of how big this state is and where you need it, you're like, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but Texter's talking about, just, you know, the stories about gambling, and there is something. I wonder if it's because you seem like a fuddy-duddy if you're against gambling. Hmm. Because it's so... I don't know. We all make our NCAA pool yeah. bets. We gambling is sort of like a eh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of thing in America. Yeah. But one of our texters said, "I struggle at times with poll tabs a lot." And I said, "You know, not everyone has this problem. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you don't know you have the problem, right, until you have it, right." I'm like, "Huh?" And obviously, we allow all sorts of things under the law that could go wrong and we trust people to make decisions but it is interesting to me that over the last two years there's been so much talk about legalizing something two things that we all know is you know not a positive it's maybe not a negative but is it I just think it's interesting. It's a funny phase we're in, right? It is a different phase. I do think in both of those areas, though, it comes down to personal responsibility, right? Yeah, for sure. Just like alcohol and just like potato chips and other things. But when you're saying yes to something that previously was no, Mm -hmm. there is that period of like, hmm, like is this, what are we tacitly encouraging? I I just... I personally think that Minnesota has been the state of no (laughs) for so many things for so many years. And times have changed, and we have to evolve with those times. Yeah. You may be right. You may be right. Uh, One of the things we're seeing an evolution on is, I think, uh, incredibly dumb. Have you been following this controversy over the uh, traffic management signs not really i was still on vacation when that was starting and i haven't really gotten into it so we've all seen these signs right like you're driving along the highway they have these digital signs up there mm-hmm. and mindot has had some uh some creative ones i found this list of mindot's top 20 okay creative signs 
And the feds, by the way, have said, we're done with the funny side. Like, they don't like the funny side. My issue is not that, like, oh, golly gee, these road signs are going to distract someone. Like, I guess I, I'm not that concerned about that. Mm-hmm. My, my, why, why do we need MnDOT to be funny on the road signs? What does this do? <laughs> Does anyone see this? <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's hilarious. I better buckle my seatbelt. Like, absolutely no. not. So why do they need to be funny? Well, it depends on what the sign is about, I think. I mean, no, you don't joke around about seatbelts. Or I guess for anything related to public safety, nothing's a joke. Uh, but maybe people pay attention a little bit more if there's a little humor or they look forward to reading the next one to see what it might say. You're not a pumpkin. Don't drive smashed. Tailgate at the game. Not on the road. Mm-hmm. Groundhog it- says it's still winter. Use caution. See, I think those are pretty good because it sticks with you. On a hot day, that's the temperature, not the speed limit. Right. Don't snap your friends. Snap your belt. <laughs> what does that mean to snap your like friends? Snapchat, like a snap. Okay, yeah. So this, this, you know what that says to me, Laura? The This is funny to like a 26-year-old dork working at MnDOT <laughs> who writes the thing. It's not even that funny. And like why are, and, and Minnesota is like taking a stand. MnDOT has said that they don't follow the federal standards for this thing anyway. Okay. So Minnesota is telling the federal highway transportation authorities to pound sand <laughs> that they don't care. And I, I just look at this and I'm like, well, I, I guess I don't really care one way or the other. Yeah. But could we leave the jokes to me? Well, right? like let's, you might have to apply for that job. Let's leave the funny yeah, well, to the people who are really funny. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is all that autocorrect does not work on crashes. Mm. Don, we now are fastened seatbelt. Fa la 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 la. <laughs> like on fishing opener, opener, hook, line, and blinker. This is none of this is funny. No, it's corny though, and it's memorable. <laughs> but does it do anything? It why might. do we? Why it might? It might make people think twice. It might. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> How often do you really pay attention to the serious signs well, I and am, take them? I am busy texting and driving. Well, I don't no, have time you to better read. not be doing and that. Speeding, I'm busy speeding. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny that the, the federal the federal highway administration wants traffic safety mes- messages to be simple, direct. Could we just leave it blank and only put something up when there's like a crash just or a traffic don't alert? Don't be an idiot. Why? Do, <laughs> <You know? laughs> why does it need? I just don't understand why. Why? Like, who does it serve that MnDOT is is funny? I think I kind of like it, Jason. I do. I think it makes people think about whatever the sign is meaning to say. You know, it makes you pay attention and maybe think twice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was speeding right there. Maybe I better slow down. Or, you know. it. it, You're more apt to read it and have it stick in your mind if it's goofy are are we? Do we know that or do we no, just think it? I think it. Well, that's my Everyone opinion. agrees with you. Laura, I love the puns. Puns? We, what did I say that was punny? Did I have a no, pun? No, no, no. They love the oh, puns, the, not the, the signs. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason, that Laura is smart. You should listen to her. Marty See? in Minneapolis. Thank you very much. Yes. Did you text that in? I did not. Okay. I have no phone. 
The funny MnDOT signs get people to remember safe behavior. Yes, that's my point. Ninety-four percent of Minnesotans are wearing their seatbelt. Ninety-four percent. Do you think? I think that's the latest. I may be making that up. <laughs> you know, a good producer would be googling this and fact-checking it right now. <laughs> Cook, what's the percentage of Minnesotans who wear seatbelts? I don't know. Ninety-four percent, he said. I think it is relatively high. It's I, very high. I, yeah. Okay. So do we think that like the funny sign is going to touch people who aren't wearing a seatbelt? I ju- I ju- I'm just it might. You just never know. So why not what try it, some creative yeah. options? There's nothing wrong with it. Laura is right. No fun, Jason. <laughs> Jason, please relax. It's not all about you. Jason, you're getting lighten wound up. up. You are getting lighten wound up. up, man. I'm not that wound up. That's fine. They get attention and are memorable. See? Yes, that's what I think. I believe they get attention with nerds who are already following all the rules. Who likes puns? Who is the number one? I like puns. I love puns. I love puns. Number one group. There, I said it. Nerds? I kind of, I'm a little bit nerdy. It's okay to be that. It's okay to be that way. But you're already following all the highway rules. That's my point. That the people who are inclined to like these signs are already doing everything right. Because that's the sense of humor of the people who like this kind of nonsense. <clears throat> we need more nonsense in the world. I, and if it helps improve our public safety, why not? Laura is right. Man, the number of texts. That, Laura, I'm going to print this off and, and give this to you to hang in your office. Laura is right. Laura is right. 90% Excelente. of these. Laura knows best. Very nice. Jason, you're turning into an old <laughs> fogey? Fogey. Yeah. Old fogey. Yeah. 92.7% wear their seatbelt, according to a texter. That's pretty At least good. somebody's like doing some work on this show, Cook. Somebody looked it up. Laura, uh, I feel like this was time very well spent for you. It sure was. Thank you for having me. Because <laughs> everybody says Laura <laughs> is right. 519. We got the D-Rush Hour news headlines coming up in a minute. And please, if you're in your car, buckle up. Don't chuckle up. Follow the speed limit. Don't be a D-Rush Hour. I don't know. All right, I'll try to calm down. I'm not. Do I sound that worked up? I'm not that worked up. We got lots coming up, including a St. Paul institution that's closing down and a local couple on House Hunters. That and more in the very speed limit observing rule of the road following drive time with Duresh. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Man, you guys love those funny MnDOT signs. I'm going to have to re-craft the way I talk about everything and do it in the style of a lame pun that a clever 26-year-old oh, oh, wrote. Oh, please don't. I'm thinking about it. All right. 
Don't de-rush down the road. Slow down, because here come the de-rush hour news headlines. Famous for its walleye, a Grand Avenue St. Paul institution announced it is closing this spring. Okay. Oh, Tavern on Grand is closing. Why? Well, Star Tribune reports a multitude of reasons that will all be grabbed by individuals trying to make their point about whatever it is they're trying to make their point about. The end of a lease is part of it. A slowdown in business since COVID. Price increases in food. A dip in foot traffic on Grand Avenue. And then there's a personal aspect, too. 35 years. The legend of Tavern on Grand is that they got a walleye dinner to Mikhail Gorbachev when he was visiting Minnesota. Tavern serves 15 tons of walleye a year. They claim to sell more than any restaurant in the world. Used to be Minnesota, a walleye, came from Red Lake. You know, Minnesota banned commercial walleye fishing, so most of our walleye now comes from Canada. Kind of a bummer for Grand Avenue. Hard to tell if we're just seeing a transition happening on Grand Avenue or if this is a sign of a bigger problem. But a bunch of national retailers have left. Anthropology, Pottery Barn, Salute, the restaurant, just left as well. And obviously when you have vacant storefronts, you have fewer pedestrians, fewer pedestrians, then you end up with more vacant storefronts, so we don't know. The personal side of this is that 69-year-old Mary Wildmo was the heart of the tavern, according to her kids. She became ill last winter, went into hospice. Over three weeks in hospice, she tried to teach her kids everything. She died January, almost a year ago, at the age of 69. Her kids gave it a go and decided it's time. You know House Hunters, that HGTV show where people have, like, a budget of $250,000 and they're seeking a 6,000-square-foot home with a moat and an in-ground swimming pool? All right, I, lo- I, I, I do love that show. I like to see the, f- the husband and wife fight. That's what I like the best. A St. Paul family searching for an up-north home is going to be on House Hunters on February 5th. Does it get more Minnesotan than that? I love it. Anne and James Doherty and their kids are uh, looking around Park Rapids, Minnesota. Now, here's the thing. This show, it's totally staged. Like the Dohertys had already bought their home. And so they're sort of recreating their search for HGTV. So two in Park Rapids, one in Longville. Does that make it worse? Like a little, I think. Anyway, it's called Counting Cabins in Park Rapids. Pioneer Press reporting on it today. They initially did a story on it as well. Cool thing is it features their real-life realtor, uh, Cal Doctor. Doctor, Cal Doctor, real estate (laughs) results in Purim. So pretty cool. Check it out. A local woman founded a a face spa, which, by the way, Dan, you've never been to a face spa? You deserve it. Uh, It's quickly growing all over the country now. I mean, where did you find find that sound clip? That sound. I mean, that is. Is it spot on or is it spot on? I've been to Face Foundry, 
And I suppose I just heard everyone listening to this say, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Knock us over with a phone. <laughs> uh, it's an amazing story. The CEO and the founder, Michelle Henry, just started this uh, in Edina at the Galleria in 2019. 2019. By 2026, Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal reporting there will be 105 locations all over the country. They just signed their largest franchise deal yet, 13 face foundries in New Jersey. They love a good facial in Hoboken, Jersey City. So all over the country, pretty cool stuff. Rapid uh, expansion mostly happened organically. They said they didn't hire like a franchise broker to help it spread. It's just been clients or friends of clients. Their eighth will open in the Twin Cities soon in Blaine. And finally, this story, which I think is so fun. Surly Bruin launching two beers in the tap room. And you have to pick which side you're on. Are you on Travis or Taylor's? Jess Fleming in the Pioneer Press reporting. Kind of the nerdy story behind the beer is fun if you're into chemistry and farming. The beers, both created with the same hops, but two different yeast strains. So they take this hops that is so new it doesn't have a name. Just one six 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 zero is what it's called, and it's got a high feels th- thiols potential. So these are things that you know when you have a beer and it really is aromatic. It really smells like tropical fruit, but it's the process with the yeast that sort of unlocks it. So uh, Ben Smith, the head brewer at Surly, was like, "It'd be kind of fun to make two beers with this new hop and just see what happens." So they decided the marketing team, of course, brilliant, is like, what if we do like a Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing? So the same batch of beer split into, split into two, no spitting, and the different yeast applied to each half. I got to check that out over at the Surly Tap Room. I will report back. I will pick Taylor, obviously. Obviously. I'm on Team T-Swift. No question about it. 530, that's the D-Rush Hour News headlines. We'll do traffic and weather. And next, we're going to talk about the new oh, new social studies standards. This has been so political. Trying to teach history and trying to figure out what curriculum makes sense in American history in this political climate. Good luck. We're going to talk to a high school teacher. Uh, Just a minute about these new social studies standards. They'll be affecting every parent in this state. We'll talk about it next on CCM. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 